With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome along to the Rangers Rabble. Breaking news, guys. Oh, it's so much breaking news because I, I think everybody in a dog knew it was going to happen. But yes, Rangers have signed John Suter from Hearts on a so far a pre contract, unless of course a fee can be negotiated. Hello, I'm Martin, and tonight I'm joined by Brian Wilf and Ross. Ross, my friend, how are you? Hello, I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm, I'm brilliant, mate. I've been watching your new podcast, mate, the Rubber Podcast. It's brilliant. How are you enjoying it? Uh, uh, aye, it's been good for me. Yeah, it's been good for me to start talking again, right? Um, aye, got some good guests lined up, Martin. I think a couple of the boys from the Rabble I've spoke to are maybe going to come on and have a wee talk about their mental health and stuff. Uh, and every other podcast I speak to keeps telling everybody that the Rabble's the best Rangers pod going, so it's, <laughs> it's all about that, mate. It's, about, it's all about plugging the Rabble, to be honest. It's not really about mental health, it's about getting, getting you guys in the pod. <laughs> Uh, just very, very quickly before we start, uh, Ross, I know you've you've just kind of quickly mentioned it, but for anybody watching who doesn't know about it yet, do I just tell people exactly what it's about and why you started it? Uh, obviously, um, I'm an addict, uh, as you would call it. Um, I've struggled with mental health since I got bullied at school when I was a wee guy. And as such, over the Christmas period, I was a wee bit down myself. And when I spoke to other people, I'd been told about NHS waiting lists and uh, one guy had phoned up the crisis centre, uh, a friend of my girlfriend phoned up the crisis centre to say he was suicidal and they asked him, has he tried going for a hot bath because his feelings usually pass? Um, so it, came to my, it, it kind of came to my attention. I, I spoke to you about, about it before, I thought about it for a while. It's something that I'm passionate about, obviously going through it myself and I just decided I was going to start a podcast. So what, I came up with a motto last night. It's real people telling their real stories, giving you their real solution, and hopefully giving people real hope that 
there is. You don't have to sit for six months in these lots of support groups and charities and tasks and get a couple of guys on that are into the hill walking and stuff, take groups, do the cold water exposure. And you know what? Eventually, if we get enough of a following, I, I would like to start bringing guests on live, maybe once or twice a month, where the audience could ask questions or bring in comments and stuff. So I've got good plans for it, Martin. I'm just hoping that the, the support's been unbelievable so far mm-hmm. after two episodes. And I'm hoping that, obviously, as I get more used to it, I'll become a pro interviewer like yourself. Still find myself <laughs> st- stuttering and stammering a wee bit, but I'm learning and I'll get there, I'm sure. But aye, thanks for giving me a wee bit of time to say that. That was good. No, no, I listen. Uh, he put me in the spot there. <laughs> Anybody's a better interviewer than me, trust me. Um, right, no, I've seen the first two episodes. It's brilliant. Anybody watching the other, the other brother podcast, go check it out, honestly. I'm not just saying that because Ross is here. It really, really is good. Right, and very quickly before we start, everybody knows I say this every week. The last time I checked, we were three away from 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you haven't already, please do subscribe and hit the like button as well. It really does help us out. You can also join as a member, and of course you can join us on Patreon as well. But let's get to why we're here, Brian. And that yep. is, of course, that uh, Rangers finally announced that we have signed John Suter so far on a pre-contract. What's your thoughts? Uh, thoughts are, he's a young, well, I wouldn't say he's young, but he's a 25-year-old centre-half from Scotland. And of course, uh, I think the nationality problem is creeping in at Rangers because you've got to have so many Scottish players, Scottish-based players playing for, for Rangers in Europe. Eight. So, eh? It's eight. eight. It's eight. So that, that obviously helps towards it. And... Well, if if you watch the the other show on Patreon, the best of the rest, the guys rave about this guy. He's obviously, I would like to think he's past his his injury crisis. He's had a lot of injury problems in the past, but the the guys reassure us that he's well past it and he plays. Well, I think he's played pretty much every game this this season for Hearts. So it's a it's a positive signing, and yeah, great, really good. Positive signing, Wolf. Um, of course, the questions are going to be asked, and you, you never know where a new signing until obviously they come in, they give them time to bed in and stuff like that. But uh, for yourself, are you happy, and is he good enough for Rangers for the first team? I don't think he's good enough to walk into the first team as it is just now. I mean, if we managed to come to an agreement with my hearts and sign them tomorrow, for example, I don't think he would start on Tuesday. Um, because I, he wouldn't get in ahead, he wouldn't get in ahead of Conor Goldson, who I know we're going to talk about, um, and it wouldn't be fair on Calvin Bassey for him to overtake Calvin Bassey. But squad, squad wise, yeah, he's, he's a he's a very serviceable Scottish centre half. As I said on the uh, the um, the Aberdeen preview pod earlier today, um, which I'm sure you've watched because you must have edited it. Um, <laughs> Not yet. All right. Okay. Um, I'll be exclusive for you then. My, my, my concern is I think he's quite a good siege defender. So when he's busy, he looks apart. The problem that we've got is that our, our centre-halves aren't always busy, particularly at Ibrox against the jobbers, if you like, with the greatest respect to St Johnston, sorry Ross, and St Murren and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Motherwell and all, the, and all these teams. You know, when he, instead, instead of being busy all the time, he's maybe only going to be busy in little patches and it's whether his concentration will be there. I'm sure it will be. 
because he's 25, he's not a kid, he's a, he's a seasoned professional, he's played for Scotland. Um, but that, that would be my only concern. I think in games where, where he'd be busy, I don't think he'd let us down because he's really good in the air. And he's really good at both ends. He scores goals as well. I mean, he scored a, a 99th minute winner in the first game of the season against uh, another team from the other side of Glasgow, um, which my missus was delighted about. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll... He's a decent, decent enough signing, and hopefully we can we can get get the, the deal tied up in this window. Because the way if you look at social media, there is absolutely no way he can ever play for Hearts again. Yeah. Because their their support are just ripping up a bit. They were ripping up the bits before he, before before the deal was announced because of where he's gone. Just the typical parochial Scottish football fans. Nobody's allowed to sign for Rangers. You know what I mean? Mm. So if he stays at Hearts, he's going to get dogs abuse from his own support. So. He's now in, to me, he's now in a position he can go to the Hearts hierarchy and say, look, I can't stay under these conditions. You need to sell me to Rangers. Which means they'll sell him for a lot less than they're wanting for him. Which works for, which works for us, hopefully. Do you know, maybe I'm in the minority, Ross, but I mean, I've, I've had the benefit, I say benefit, right? As Brian mentioned, we do a show on Patreon and, and the, the membership, YouTube membership, best of the rest. Um, so I've watched yeah. quite a lot the other SPFL games this season. For me, and I know it's hard to judge because he's coming to a bigger team with more responsibilities, but I think he's a cracking defender. Said it on Twitter the day, mate. For me, he's a ready-made replacement for Goldson. That's how highly I rate him, having watched. The same as you, obviously, I watch sports scene every week because Xander's on it and Rangers are on it and Michael Stewart's on it, Greeting and whatever else. So I quite like to watch that and since we were first linked with him um, I've watched him closely really good on the ball for me mm-hmm. uh, which I think is going to be really beneficial what you're talking about Will maybe when we're under siege yep. but he looks like the yep. type of player like Goldson who'll be quite happy to play on the halfway line and, and take part in moves I don't know whether he's got that I don't know whether he's got the big switch in him right enough that Goldson has got but oh. I'm, I'm sorry, Ross, to cut in. I believe, I be, I believe he has. My missus says he's, he's uh, fairly, fairly adept at the old 40 yard pass across the park. So right. she's seen, seen him a lot more than I have. So I've not seen any of that. But see, for me, like people are saying the day Goldson, oh, he's not as good as Goldson in the air. For me, every single ball that's came long diagonal this season, Goldson's let bounce. I, I think this guy's going to come in. He's, he's well fitted. He's an absolute brute in both boxes. He'll, he'll put his head in where he's going to get hurt. But at the other end, he's also a goal for it. Um, on a free contract, gone for Hearts wages, Rangers wages, he's not going to be on 20, 30 grand a week, is he? No. For no. me, exactly. it's an absolute no-brainer to sign the boy. I know. Well, well, at, the end, at the end of the day, if, if it went the other way, he went to the other side, would we, would we be happy? No, we wouldn't. No, we'd listen, it's a fair point. I... I just, I honestly think he's, he's a cracking big defender. And Brian, yep. two two questions, right? I'll take one to you. Firstly, Brian, I think we, we were, we've been linked with Suter for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think this has got anything to do with Geo? Do you think this is a Geo signing or do you think it's a Ross Wilson signing? Hmm. That's a, that's a, that's a fair question. Um, Thank you. He's, he's obviously been on Rangers' radar for a while. And... I would dare say that Rangers have persuaded Gio to to plump for him. Um, I wouldn't say he is a Gio signing because God, Gio's only been in the building since what 
late November, early December. So I would I would generally say that we've we've had our eye on him for a while, and I think we've persuaded Gio to plump for him. That's that's just my general general gut. Well, is Ross Wilson's whole job spec not to look at the squad, identify places that might need replaced, and come up with a shortlist that he yeah, then hands yeah. to the manager and yeah. says these people. And and Van Bronckhorst's obviously watched a bit of him and. I, it will take him on a free. It's a kind of no risk. I guess, yeah. and I, I, I can't believe how good for Rangers Ross Wilson's been when you've seen how seamless the geo transfer was, mm-hmm. and then now we're coming in. We've good. got the, the the boy from America, who's obviously none of us have seen him play, but he's obviously been identified and scouted early on, and we've got that deal done quickly. And again, here we're thinking we've got a guy who. By all accounts, seems to have had offers in English Championship, and Ross Wilson's obviously been in there quick and got the deal got the deal tied up before it could disappear into the English Championship, as which happened with some clubs. Well, I'm is hearing, it, it, well, well, if I'm hearing right, um, and obviously you don't believe everything you hear, but for what I hear, he had knocked back far bigger offers, obviously contract-wise, from down south. The minute he knew that Rangers were interested, the only place he wanted to go was Rangers. Um, so that's got to be a massive benefit. You've got somebody coming to Rangers, not just for the money, but they're coming because they want to be at the club. Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen that as well. And I mean, the very fact he was he was seriously linked with, I think it was at Blackburn and Sheffield United or Blackburn and Stoke. It was it was Blackburn and somebody. I'm sure it was either Sheffield United or Stoke. Um, if they were like if they were serious, they'd offered them more money than we than we could pay them because English Championship has got loads of money sloshing about in it. So and the fact that the deal's been tied up so quickly. From the you know the sort of the unofficial official announcement that we were kind of going for, if you like, you know, when one came out, it's been tied up really, really quickly. Um, there is, I believe, there is a family connection. I believe his mother's a season ticket holder at Ibrox, so that might have been quite a lot to do with it. That's his brother. That's, there. that's the brother. Is that Harry? Is it? Right away. Yep. Well, there you go. See, I, okay, that's okay. That's Harry. Right, okay. Hey, who's, right. Currently, who's currently at Stoke City and injured? But anyway, but he's quite happy. Um, yeah, so I, b- I believe a couple of their uncles won't be very happy, but from a conversation I had with somebody on Twitter the other night who knows them from the, the village that they live in, uh, his mum will be delighted, but his two uncles will not be very happy, but that's that's up to him to sort out. You know, but yeah, I mean, it, as I say, I think it's, a, I think it's a, terrific, a terrific signing going forward, and hopefully we can get them before, the, before the, um, the window closes, and for a lot less than hearts are looking for, because they won't get anything like they're looking for. Oh yeah, no chance. That's 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 the that's the thing, Brian. That is the big oh. thing. It's do we get them in before the end of January, or is there a possibility? Look, you've you mentioned the the crowd at Hearts maybe getting on his back or whatever, but he is one of Hearts, if not Hearts, most important player. Absolutely, um, absolutely Hearts, is. Hearts, I would imagine Robbie Nielsen um, would want to keep him till the end of the season. Well, I, I, would, I would dare say Robbie Nielsen would want to keep him, but at the end of the day. As Wolf said earlier today, he's already getting pelters on Twitter and goodness knows where else. Um, he's on 3,000 roughly a week, give or take. So that equates to about 18,000, 20,000 till the end of the season. So I don't think Rangers are out with their... I don't think it's out with the realms of Rangers offering 300,000 and them accepting it before the end of the season. I mean, See, for them to ask for a million, just 
absolutely ridiculous as far as... Oh, see, my, my, my question is the window closest to hearts, would, and I've already posed it to her indoors and was totally shut up because she's not very happy about me asking the question, <laughs> was, right, although he's important to hearts, but can hearts, if hearts as a football club afford to turn down a six-figure offer for a guy that's leaving for nothing in five months' time? No, I don't you think know? so. That's is he, is he that that's is he that important to them? Is he is he two three four hundred thousand pounds important to them? And if he's that important to the team, surely they need to get that money in now so they can try and replace him. Correct. That's okay, yeah, they've got they've got a, they've got a good centre half in there already. I mean, Craig Alcott's a great centre half. You know, I'd love to see him back at Rangers at some point. But I mean, he can't do it all on his own. So yeah. I mean, Hearts have gone big on the fact that their their backline have all signed have all signed renewed contracts. You know, they were going big on that this morning, I believe. And that's and that's fine, but what happens when they get injured? You can't tell, behind them. You can't you know tell I mean? me if Rangers offer that offers Hearts between now and the end of January three hundred thousand, they're going to turn that down. No way. Well, no. Hearts came out today, Ross uh, released a statement saying, "Look, John Suter's still their player, and he will be yeah. until the end of the season unless a significant bid is made." Um, it's all speculation, of course, it mm-hmm. is because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Um, how much do you think Hearts would settle for to to release him? I think Hearts will play. I think Hearts will bite their nose off despite their face, mate. When you consider yep. at this time, yep. at this at this time when it came to Glen Kamara, three hundred grand, we're talking six Glen Kamaras here. So that's the kind of if a player's got a contract, in these, these people are we're talking in Kamara dollars here, January Kamara dollars. That's what we're talking in here. Um, for me, if he's, mate, I would not offer Hearts much more than hundred grand for him. I don't think we need them this season. It would be good to get them in, but I wouldn't go just because I heard somebody on Radio Clyde earlier saying we're flush for cash now, so we just throw the money to get them. No, that's not the way it should work. That's not the way it should work. For me, he's he's good, but right now we've got Balligan, Holanda, Goldson, the new American boy can play centre half, I believe. You've got Leon King, who's just been recalled and uh, signed a new contract and has been put into the first team squad. And you've also got Jack Simpson ambling about with Andy Fuff somewhere. So, but, but it's not as if we're it's not as if we're, we're blessed with centre half. Uh, it's not as if we're struggling for centre half. Sorry, we've got plenty. Um, aye. So, like Hollander to come back as well at some point. As I'm saying, Hollander, Hollander's he's our best defender. He's the best you've got centre half. Mm-hmm. But again. Yeah. I see people saying about Suter being injury prone. Connor Golson was just back to a major heart operation when we took a chance on him, and look how that's yeah. turned out. So, played every game. Right, right, right. Ross is sorry, Ross Mark. Is sorry, Mark. Just, just, to, just to interject the exact, the exact yeah. words that Hearts used because I've got it in front of me. He, uh, he's in. John is an important member of the first team squad and will remain so until the end of the season unless a significant and satisfactory offer is made during the January window. What significance the word that they used but, but what did I mean I don't think I mean they were talking last week they were talking about a million pound not the ghost that they're getting at so what do they class as significant you know what I mean sorry it'll be see if they sell them it'll be that's a statement they put out and then they accept 200 grand it goes down as an undisclosed transfer fee exactly, right. exactly. Yep. and the right. fans think oh, it's better, it must have been significant and Rangers are like yep. I could have up four Glen Camaras for that fucking done yep Brilliant point made by Chris Stewart, by the way. Um, for, for all we can talk about how important is it to the team, etc., etc., um, the fact that we're bringing him in for whatever Rangers decide to pay or at the end of the season for nothing, Brian, 
Suter with a, a, a lengthy contract is easily worth 45 million. So if you look at it from that point of view, because we all seem to do now, it all seems to be about resale value, this and, yeah. and that. It's brilliant business by the club that way as well. Well, of course it is. I mean, well, he's 25-year-old. If he has two or three good seasons with us, well, look what's happened to Patterson. Patterson played, I think, 20, 20 games all in. And he's 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 went away to Everton for sixteen million. So no 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 goes... no no, it's two million and a million every fifty games. <laughs> of course it is. Sorry, uh, but uh, you know, folk have got to realise that there is there is a stepping stone to the EPL, and we are a stepping stone <laughs> to the EPL. Carly, well, well, I thought it was two bottles of Iron Brew anyway. But we are a stepping stone to the EPL, yeah. and. We don't like we don't like to hear it or say it, but that's the way it is. So, if guys want to get the EPL, there's a good chance if you play for Rangers, you do well. An EPL team is going to look at you and think, "Well, we'll take a chance on you." And we don't they don't have to spend the millions that they do if they sign somebody else from the EPL. Well, yeah. I'm telling you, see when you see Chris Wood going to Newcastle for twenty five million, it makes you wonder. Just, uh, doesn't it just it really, really happy. makes you wonder. The, 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 um, crazy, thing, the crazy thing is that was his buyout close. It's mental. Aye, I know. Ridiculous. 20, 25 million. Uh, well, give them a hundred K and Simpson. Um, I keep seeing this. Um, I don't think. The, I don't think they take Simpson. I don't think they would take no, Simpson. They, they said they would take fifty grand if you took him out. <laughs> 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 no, do you know what? I, I actually feel sorry for Jack Simpson because he hasn't had much of a chance, and he just gets battered for pillar to post. Um, but we shall we shall wait and see. Wolf, Brian, or no, sorry, Ross mentioned it, and I'll come to all these on this. But I'll start with you, Wolf. The rumor mill will now be flying, especially if um, we pay Hearts whatever it is that they require and bring John Suter in. That Connor Goldson will no longer be with Rangers come the end of January. Um, this isn't going to end, is it? It's only going to, it's only going to end if the first of February comes and Connor Goldson still a Rangers player. And I fully expect the first of February to come in Conor Golds and still be a Rangers player. He's made he's made no secret of the fact that he's not signed a contract. That's that's not a secret that he's not signed a new contract. And if he if he goes at the end of the season and we've won the league again and hopefully the Scottish Cup with it, he goes he goes with my blessing. Losing Conor Goldson for nothing in the summer is worth more to us than any transfer fee we can get for him now. Unless we can get what? 10, 12 million, which we won't get for which we won't get for a guy of thirty years old with six months left in his contract. So even if somebody came in and said, Look, there's two or three million for Connor Golson, we want him now. Having him there to make to just there's that little assurance that we do that we do close this league out, that's thirty or forty million that's worth theirs. So no, he stays. In my opinion he stays. He st- he probably does stay, Ross, but actually taking it back to the point that you made. We've got so many centre-backs now that if Suter does come in in January, you can, you can understand why folk would maybe put two and two together and get four or five, depending on obviously what, what actually happens. Um, but with all these centre-backs coming in, if we, if we pay the money for Suter, there's every possibility that there might be one or two leaving. Who, who's in for Goldson? You've heard there's cha- League One Championship team, sorry, in for... And for Suter, I've not heard that anybody being no. linked with a pre-contract for Conor Golson, and I think that tells you a lot about the boy Suter and how good he's he's been this season. When there's mm-hmm. championship clubs putting offers in for him, Golson, 
you don't know what's going on in the background, Martin, but Cubs were very vocal about trying to get Suter and and then obviously we went in and we went in and, and snatched him. Um, for me, I'm the same as well. If Connor Golson stay, if Connor Golson stays, if you've got Suter, Golson, and Halander, they're your three main centre halves. So if Halander gets injured, it drops to Suter and Golson for me. Mm-hmm. Bassey goes back to left back to challenge Bonner. Um and you've also then got Jack Simpson, Leon King. I think it's very, very telling that the American boy got number 19 and Itton's been recalled for loan and Katic is still in Croatia or wherever That's he is. Way. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. So you, yeah. next season you're looking at having no Simpson, no Katic, no Goldson. So you've then got, has Balogun signed a new contract? I've not heard anything about oh, that. Yeah. No. No. Oh, yeah. So next season you could be looking at Suter, and Halanda being your Sons. your only two experienced unless you get the boy Doheke or Doheke from Belgium. Is it Belgium he's in? No, oh, Vitesse yeah. in Holland. That was going to be my next point, by the way, and Brian, I'll just take this to you. Um, obviously, people are asking now that we've signed Suter that we they hope, <coughs> excuse me, that we don't, um, as, as Ross just disappears, um, <laughs> that we don't um, take away our interest, for lack of a better term, in Doki. Um I don't, I don't know. It seems to have went very quiet. It's went quiet, but there's lots of transfers went quiet and then all of a sudden they've popped out the blue and they've signed. I mean, there, there is the connection with obviously Gio being a Dutchman. Doki's a Dutchman. He's young. He wants, to, he wants to obviously get to the high end of the football scale, which obviously is the EPL. Um, could he sign? Yes. It all it all depends on what Gio wants. Does Gio fancy him? Does Gio like him? This is the this is the thing now. Does what does what's Gio's idea of a, a centre back now? Does he want out and out defending centre half, or does he want one defending centre half with one ball playing? It, it just depends what Gio wants, and I would say what Gio wants, Gio will get just now because he's he's just basically been given the manager's job. Yeah, yeah, but well, it, it was it was a, a big transfer rumor. We, I think a lot of people were getting excited about the possibility of Doki. You know, big guy, very, technically very good with the ball, strong. Um, do you see us now maybe looking at other areas of the team rather than the, the centre backs, or do you still see it as an option? I think Doki's still an option, but for, I mean, I, I think he's out. He's out of contract this summer as well, so there's absolutely no rush to sign him. Mm-hmm. Unless he's going to go somewhere else. If he said to Rangers, "Look, I'm going to come to you," there's no rush to sign him because you can sign him on a pre-contract any time between now and the end of the season. Correct. So, you know, and if we do sign him, we're not we're not going to be bringing him in before the end of the season because Vitez will want serious money for him. Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't as long as Goldson doesn't leave, we don't need Doki just now. Goldson leaves, Doki comes in as his replacement. I believe yeah. I don't know about the guy from what I've read about him. So there's no there's no rush to tie him up. Because there could be, there could be an agreement there between his people and and like Ross Wilson and and, uh, and Gio that he's he's coming, but the, but there's no there's no rush to do the contract because he's out he's, you know he's a free agent at the end of the season so we get we get him in anyway, so I think the more the more pressing thing just now is getting somebody for that right hand side. I don't know Ross. I don't like leaving things to pre-contracts and stuff like that. Um, no. I know we've just signed Suter on a pre-contract, but I'm talking about somebody like Doki who, you know, is valued very highly. He's, he's well known around Europe. 
all it takes is for a club with a lot more money to come in and offer yep. on that contract and he was out on him. Yeah, if you've if you've put hands on a contract, that means absolutely nothing. Do you know what I mean? It means zero. Sign on the dotted line. When there's a chance, as you say, if Doki goes and has a, an excellent second half of the season and you've not got him signed up and a bigger club comes in. Yep. It might, it might already be done. Financial it, could, it, could, well, it could be. Well, this, this, is is this is what I'm just that. saying. I mean, the whole, to me, the whole, the whole Suter thing, right? The, the the interest in the other clubs broke, and obviously it was obviously John Suter's agent that's that said, look, there's other clubs interested. They put the news out because nothing comes out of Rangers, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't think that because there's two two or three other clubs mentioned, they're they're not all going to be talking about it. So it's obviously come from his people. Um. You know, to obviously speed the, to speed the deal along. Same with the Goldson thing. Goldson might have something lined up, but he's just keeping it quiet because he doesn't want to grieve. You know, I mean, remember when remember when we signed Ryan Jack from Aberdeen? Aberdeen told nobody because they knew the grief Ryan Jack would get, and they weren't letting them go at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they kept they kept it under wraps, and they said, "Look, we'll tell people at the end of the season." But when but when Johnny H. Jazz signed a pre-contract with Celtic, they announced that because they knew he wouldn't get so much grief off the fans. So it depends. It depends on on the player and the, what his agents what his agents and doing and stuff like that. So I mean, for all we know, Goldson might have something lined up. He's just not telling anybody. Doki might be signed. He might be signed for it. I don't know. It could be could be anything. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be going looking to spend money on the guy just now. But getting him signed, getting him signed in a pre contract would be would be handy. Particularly if we know Goldson's definitely leaving. Yeah. Sorry, Ross. You were saying obviously uh, a handshake doesn't matter. Um, do you think we should? Well, do we need them? That's that's the question. Do we need Doki? I think come the end of the season, you if he's going to improve the squad, mate, a hundred percent. I think that's that. That at the end of the season, if you're talking about Goldson, you could potentially lose Katic, Simpson, Goldson, um, Balligan. We need. You're not going to no improve your squad at the end of the season if you can get a European name in on a free transfer. You're going to take it, mm-hmm. uh, especially in a position that's as important as centre-back. If you can pick up, a, we've done it with Boomsong, Celtic have done it with Van Dyke. If you can pick up a centre-half who's a decent centre-half, especially on a free, it's like buying a Rolex watch. You're going to make money on them eventually, plus you're going to get good performances out of them. Um, but from, you've got to... You, you you put your you put your name in a hat and take your chances, don't you? You could sign Doike on a free uh, on a free the now and then he goes out and two weeks before the end of the season ruptures his Achilles or ruptures his knee and he's out. but you want to have that name on the paper for me to protect yeah. the fact that that's saying your asset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, it would be very remiss and Wolf. I know that shortly you have to go and I promise this would only be twenty minutes and as that's usual fine. we have raveled on. But Brian, uh, it would be very remiss of us not to mention Jermaine Defoe. Um, he has yep. obviously left the club. Um, I'll be, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm gutted. He's away. Yeah, I was. I think I sent a message to the group chat. I was watching him on Sky Sports News because I think the transfer show was just starting with the usual two idiots that are on it anyway. But they had Jermaine Defoe on, and honestly, he was so wax wax lyrical about the club, the people there. The people that have worked there for 30 odd years, he's keeping in touch with everybody. You know, see, when you see guys like Jermaine Defoe saying that about a club like us, it's just, it's magic. It really is. It's just, oh, it's, 
it's brilliant when you see a, a goal scoring legend like him you know playing in the EPL for God knows how long like he did score goals for us you know and that goal he scored take a massive massive wage cut to come and play for us aye exactly yeah exactly and that goal he scored against I think it was Livy or Motherwell can't remember Livy I think Livy Livy yeah yeah there's not many people could have done that, I'll tell you right now. And all I'll say is, thanks, Jermaine. Brilliant. Is it a surprise, Wolf, that he's left? Nah, not at all. He's not been getting, he's not been getting a lot of game time, I think. He said himself he still wants to play the rest of the season. Remains to be seen whether, whether he does or not. I'd love, to, I'd love to have been able to see Rangers were his last club before he retired, because it's been an absolute honour and a pleasure to have him at Rangers. Yep. Um, I mean, somebody said to me yesterday when I tweeted about that, that every player should be honoured to play for Rangers. And that's 100% true. But not every player we've had, we're honoured to have had. You know, I mean, as the years go, as the years go by, when he's, when his punditry thing's taken off, and they put the wee, the wee name bar up at the bottom, you know, Jermaine Defoe, uh, X of, Rangers are going to be in there. I'll feel the same pride of that as I did when I saw when Ray, Ray Wilkins' name came up. And it says Ray Wilkins, ex-Rangers. Because these guys are, these guys are superstars. These guys are fabulous players. I mean, Jermaine Defoe, the statement he put out when he left and some of the, the videos he was released since he left. I mean, I saw one yesterday that I hadn't seen before from his first day, from his first day when he signed. He just picked up at Ibrox and said to the security, can I go out and have a look? Mm-hmm. And he got videoed walking out onto the pitch just himself, just himself and whoever was t- shooting the video. And just, an, I mean, an absolute gentleman, an absolute, a football superstar, you know, an absolute football legend that, it's been an absolute honour and a privilege to watch, and I just wish him all the best of what he does. If he if he carries on playing, he will score goals whenever he goes. Um, if he becomes a coach, he'll be a success at that because he's one of these guys that he'll be a success at whatever he does. And it's just so nice that his only league league winning was at us. Well, he yeah. came to Rangers. Never I mean, won if, if you remember, Brian, if you remember, he came to Rangers. And he put on his he put on his social media as a photo of him with Stephen Gerrard walking off a pitch in England jersey. Let's right, Gaffer, let, let's let's win the league. Let's win this trophy. Yeah. He came to win a trophy, and he won the trophy, yep. and that's fabulous. I mean, yeah, when you think about it, right? That's two football legends, absolute football legends, right? Of our lifetime, Stephen Gerrard and Jermaine Defoe. Between them, they've won two league titles, and they won it in the same place. Correct. They both won it at Rangers. You know what I mean? That's that fills me with pride that we did that for them, or they did it. For us, whatever way you look at it, yeah, you know, I mean, but Jermaine Defoe, nothing but good words to say about the man. I mean, look, he's, he's been doing a lot of uh, media work recently, Ross, obviously, um, but he only had four months left on his contract. So, it, I just wonder. Obviously, him and Gio must have been having conversations. Gio's obviously told him, "You look, you're not going to get much game time." I'm just a wee tiny bit surprised that we've let we've let a goal scorer go. Because if you look at Defoe's record at Rangers, was it one in two he scored? And like no, nine, every, nine, every, every, a goal every 81 minutes. And nine times out of ten he was coming off the bench. I know he wasn't going to get all the time in the world, but just to let somebody like that go when we're halfway through the season, I don't know, I think it's just because I'm gutted, but I think we should have tried at least to keep him. What was he, what was he on wages this season? I know. I know. 15, 20 grand? What? 15, so say that 15 grand see at the start of the season I, I, I was surprised they got a new deal this year I know he was part of the coaching staff and stuff it's mm-hmm. an absolute honour and a privilege to have him at Rangers but for me 
the 15, 20 grand a week he's been on this season could have been put towards a pre-contract in the summer and he could have kind of shook hands and left after winning the league. Um, I know he was doing his coaching badges and stuff and Van Bronckhorst obviously said to him, look mate, I've got Roy Mackay, who's my striking coach. I don't need you. Um, but for me, if he's known 15, 20 grand a week to be a striking coach, then the money could have been better spent elsewhere. For, yeah. That's just my opinion. And it's not me saying that the guy's robbed his away agent. He was offered a contract and he's put his heart and soul into it every time he's going apart. But looking at his age, looking at the way things were going, I maybe would not have... That's the goal. Another That's year. I'll call it. Aye, on his left foot. That goal. Aye, aye. Because well, it's not even on his good foot. Thing is, Martin. As Ross says, it's the it's the mark of the guy, right? You said yourself, he's got four months left on his deal, right? And he could just have sat in and, you know, maybe maybe got maybe got a wee game here and there. He wants to keep playing football, right? And he's he's obviously been told me. I believe he sat. He had a conversation with the manager and said, look. I want I want to play football. I can't I can't guarantee you'll get a lot of game time. So he's he's gone. He's, he's gone. He could just have sat tight four months, sat and picked up whatever he was on a week. But money's obviously not important to the guy. The guy's had a fabulous career at a great level. Mm-hmm. Money's not important. See, to him. He obviously wants to play football. So more, more power see, than for good. But it's, see, see, for a man at that age, could they really afford to go another four months without playing football? Well, exactly. Oh, yeah, elsewhere yeah. for a guy at forties when. How many does he? 38, 39? 39, 39. So a guy at 39 who's no played football for a season, where else is he going to get a contract? He's going to have to go now and get a short term deal somewhere, bang in some goals in order to get another year next year. Do you know what I mean? Right, just before we go, and Wolf will take this to you because it's Overwhelmingly, um, keep it at eight hundred one. Um, I think you actually want to go a wee bit, a wee step further than that, don't you? Yep, I suggested option four, which is don't give them anything. <laughs> I mean, it's as you know, I, I go, I mean, I go, I go everywhere. I go. I mean, I've been, I've been to there mid more times than I can't remember. I was, I first time I went there, there was about twenty thousand of us crammed in behind that Janefield Street goal, yeah. and it's now down to eight hundred. I've been lucky enough to get tickets the times it has been, and. If I never sit through in there again, it's too soon. But if Rangers get tickets, I want one of them. <laughs> I'm selfish like that. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. If if I never have to go go to their place again, I'll be absolutely over the moon. But if Rangers are taking tickets, I want one of them. So for me, home fans only, because they're all going on about the atmosphere. Ibrox has been absolutely rocking when they've only had eight hundred in the corner. It's been abs. Why would it be? Why would it be rocking any less with none of them there? You know? I think Ross's tweet earlier in the day summed it up, though. We get shunted in a corner yeah. and yeah. forgotten about where they get but, plum seats right behind the goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's, that, but I mean that's, that's the whole thing. That's been my whole argument this whole yeah. this whole issue. They yeah. get plum seats right behind the goal with no restrictive views, yet we're chucked in a corner as an afterthought. And with about with about eighty thousand stewards standing in front. Aye, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the configurations of the stadiums because even when, even when we got. You know, eight thousand. We were still in stuck in the corner and, and, and coming out a little bit. Whereas they get the whole Bromwell Road, yeah. so they look up and all they, all they do see their own support. Whereas we we look up, we've got to kind of glance towards the corner to see it. It's the way it's the way the grounds are made. I mean, we, I think at Ibrox we should we should move the away the the away section. And I don't know 
it's I don't know how how it's logistically possible, but we should shove them up the club deck. I know, but we should we should put them into the top of the club deck at CD five and CD six because I ain't moving out of CD one. So put them in the Brimble Road end of the club deck for me. You know, because if you go if you go to Europe, you're you're pointing to the highest point. I know it's 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 impossible to do the way Ibrox is built. It is. It's impossible to do it, but that's where they should be. They should be at the highest point of the ground, just right out the road. Just very quickly and then I'll bring in Ross, sorry. See, for me, I don't like the fact that they would be above Rangers supporters. Because yeah. you know just exactly what's Just put a net there. Do what they do in Europe. Just put a net there. Who's a net? Who's a net? <laughs> oh, some, 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 some big, some big thing that kicks him out, kicks him out the East End. Ross, your thoughts on it? Um, picture the scene. You're playing at Parkhead. 93rd minute, nothing each. Game to win the league. Tav's going to hit the penalty. Do you think Tav wants to be looking at Celtic fans or Rangers fans? You might be shooting at your own fans. You don't want to be getting put off. So if we get a penalty at Parkhead, no matter what half it's in, we are shooting into Celtic fans. If we get a if we get a penalty at Ibrox, there's a 50-50 chance we're still going to be shooting into Celtic fans. Yeah. Obviously, I know through speaking to my brother, playing at Ibrox with the fans right back, right behind you is intimidating. Why? Yeah, I was arguing with one of my mates last night on Twitter. Liverpool legends for years and years and decades and decades have said shooting into the cop inspires them because you've got that rumptious support behind you. Go on, mate. Why would we want to give Celtic that in our hope? So there's a 75% chance Celtic are going to be shooting into their own fans and having that. So why why would we disadvantage ourselves mm-hmm. by giving them a full stand? Yeah. And as, as, uh, well, as Will says, see if you could stick them in a corner and we were stuck in a corner, um, 8,000 for me, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, we are making more money our season tickets now that we don't have to. We've got more season ticket holders and enough to pivot and give them the bare minimum. And as, as Will says, at the end of the day, if they never got any, it would be too many. Martin, the whole thing—the whole thing for me, right? With, with, with Celtic fans, with Hearts fans, Motherwell fans, whoever it is, right? See if if we can sell the tickets to our own supporters, who are the lifeblood of our club. Why should we give more than we have to to visit and support? No, it's like when when Hearts cut our allocation earlier in the season, right? I was pissed off about it, right? But they managed to sell it out. So fair play to them; their own, their own support stepped up. We'll go to Petardry on Tuesday. There'll be guys screaming for tickets, and the ground will be half empty. I was a right. to say, well, see, see if they if they could fill it, and they said, right, the Rangers is eight hundred tickets. That's great because they filled it with Aberdeen fans. You, It'll be half empty, and they could have given us they could have given us a whole south stand. You you know, and we would fill it for them. Well, you know the McDonald's you know I mean? stand is going to be half empty. The south stand is going to be half empty, and so is the Merkelin Road end. Yeah, yeah, we are screaming for tickets. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're screaming for tickets. St. Johnson doing it. I go to St. Johnson and see that away fans, Rangers, Celtic, Hearts. Behind both goals, but yeah, that's yeah. something that that's something that you're talking about. That's a financial decision. That's not a football yeah. decision. Yeah, that's correct. a financial decision that we are not going to have to fill. We can't yeah. fill these stands yeah. with local supporters. So rather than them sitting there where they can charge twenty seven quid ahead and take ten thousand of us and give them, but they're giving you. I don't care what end says. They're giving us an advantage by having us yeah. behind Zander's goal every yeah. time. But Ross, but Ross and Johnston were honest about that. Was it a couple uh, of seasons uh, ago? Uh, the uh, season uh, before COVID, yeah. the, the chairman came out and said, "Look." We've tried everything. We've tried everything to get the local supporters in. They're not coming in. If Rangers and Celtic will take seven thousand tickets, we'll give them seven thousand tickets because it's money for the club. 
If the home supports are not, we'll not give them it. You know what I mean? That's, that's, it's, 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 it's economics. There are, there are St Johnson fans I've spoken to who would quite happily move season ticket holders for the far away stand into the main stand and give Rangers three stands for the sake of that. that that's a player to them, we'll see all two games in a season. Yeah, that's a player yeah, to St yeah. Johnson. Yep, yep. Yeah, and of course we have to um, <clears throat> move certain season ticket holders, Brian, and other season ticket holders don't get to see two old firm games a season at Ibrox as well. So if it, if it benefits our fans, then why would you want it any other way? Well, this is it. As you say, if if we did have it like it was before the Broomlow and Celtic, then that means, what is it, five, six thousand Rangers fans don't get to see Rangers mm-hmm. on a mm-hmm. old firm day. So there is, the there is a... Eh? At their own ground. At their the own ground, yeah. So it is a... It is a dilemma, but Rangers have went that way, and I'm fine with that. So that's yeah. it. I'm quite. I'm. I'm. I was happy with it either way, but I, I'm more happy with it with more of us in there than them. Can I just say we are one subscriber away from four thousand. Who's um, that going to be? Oh, who's I it going to be? For, I subscribe for the other brother. Oh, who's it going to be? <laughs> So if there's anybody watching who hasn't subscribed yet, please do subscribe and become our 4,000 subscriber. Please do like as well. Um, it really does help support the podcast. And of course, as I always say to you, once it's finished, click back on the video, put a wee comment in. You know, Martin's crap, Martin's terrible. Whatever it is, just put it in because comments help share the video as well. Guys, we're going to leave it there. It's four minutes to eight. I've not had my dinner. So I'm going to go and have my dinner. Thank you very much, Brian for coming on Ross no worries Wolf. cheers um, Wolf I know you've got another podcast what podcast you got on to Wolf yeah Blue Heart 1872 starting in four minutes starting <laughs> in four minutes there we go um, I will just double check to see if anybody's took on the ma- mantle of being there four oh, four 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 so well, an absolute pleasure as always. Pleasure, thank you very much. Speak to you later, guys. Cheers. Um, yep. Yeah, so that's four thousand subscribers. Thank you so so much to everybody. Um, it was obviously meant to just be a wee quick breaking news pod about uh, John Sutter signing, but there's always so much to talk about. Ross, mate, it was great to see you. Hopefully, get you back on again soon. Anytime, mate. Anytime. Brilliant. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for watching. So appreciated. Thank you so much for getting us over four thousand. Please do hit that like. Of course, sign up to the Patreon as well if you want to help support the podcast or you can join on YouTube as a member as well. Um, But we will see you again on Tuesday for a live match reaction just after the Aberdeen game. Thank you, everybody, and good night. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.